Strategic Hot Box with Dr. Brandy Love Stankovic. Discussing leadership, business, and how to take control of your life and achieve greatness. From the streets of Las Vegas, energized, informed, and never diluted. It's time to kick some ass. Welcome to Cheat Cup Box. It's your girl, Dr. Brandy Stankovic, and I am here with my good friend, Mike Ryder. Hello. Hey, Brandy, how are you? Good. We are going to talk today about giving is everything. Let's get started. At the Strategic Hot Box, we've talked about donors. We've had Carly One here talking about fundraisers and storytelling. We've had Danny Dawson here encouraging everyone to find passion in their causes. And I love this topic of fundraising and philanthropy. So many people support causes that they believe in. And today we're going to talk about what really needs to happen in order for people to take action and give. And we have a very special guest and rock star here with us that's doing exactly Exactly that and to share some special stories but what does it mean to truly give I think that answer is subjective and for every person is a little bit different some people give their time and some people give money and it always depends on that emotional connection that people have to the cause I think that today being socially conscious or supporting the socially responsible organization is or being active in that is is become the norm in fact it's moved from like hipster to to just normal right no longer is it is like a hipster mustache type thing it is something that that most people are doing and because consumers love it it creates loyalty it is something that all of us that 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 feel something for inside our guts the number of nonprofits do continue to increase and the needs of individuals communities and tragedies unfortunately also is ever increasing so sometimes as an end consumer as an end person as a human, it's hard to know where to focus or who to support, or if you wanted to, how to get involved and where we should do that. And some of the fundraiser or champions out there, for those of you that are in that role, it's hard to engage people in that charge. Getting them to take action a lot of time requires more than just a phone call like the good old days, right? Or more than just a website, like build it and they will come. No, right? We have, we've got to be able to engage people in what is that look like and it really is about that emotional connection i remember when i and i may have shared the story in the hot box uh before uh i don't i'm not sure but the i remember i was 30 weeks or so i think i was extremely pregnant with andrew um my youngest and so i was like a a, a, a duplex um i was gonna say a house but i wasn't i was more of a duplex um walking around and i did a hospital tour for cmn hospitals cranes for kids and that would be the impetus for or the reason that you do a, a hospital tour is to get the individuals on the hospital tour to feel that emotional connection and then of course to give to CMN hospitals the, or the, the children's hospital and so I, I take everyone on this hospital tour and we go through the NICU and the babies that were there in the NICU were younger than the baby that was in my tummy and in that moment I had like a complete meltdown as I'm sure you can imagine and just the the emotional impact it had on me and and the people of course that had to witness my emotional breakdown and just all that it just it it that kind of connection for me and then of course the subsequent things that have that were my kids have been a part of that is just it I will forever have a soft spot for that organization and anything that I can do to give and be a part of it is important to me and you can't replicate that you can't replicate those 
moments of connection, whether it's, you know, with what my son and my involvement with my son with the hospital or that moment when I took when I took him there inside my belly or any of that or when people are part of an organization I, I shared but very early on I think it was our episode number two we had some friends from AIDS for AIDS Nevada and I remember working a booth for them years ago and people coming and giving quarters and change out of their pockets saying this organization saved my brother's life here is everything that I have and that those moments are moments where people are believing in the story they're believing in the effort that that the organization organization is 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 charging and leading and driving and that that's that connection that we hope all all of us want to make it's really engaging in those personal stories so then how do we as champions of a cause try to create that connection for someone if they don't personally have that connection because a lot of people want to give and can feel um, and want to support things that they don't necessarily have a direct maybe it's more of a six degrees of separation versus a, a direct connection with with a particular cause or, or experience. So I'd like to bring in Michael Ryder. He is a giving guru extraordinaire uh, to see how people, what his experience is in this regard. He's the executive director of the Worldwide Foundation of the World Council of Credit Unions, also a DE. We have so many DEs here with us, a development educator, 10 plus years of nonprofit and executive leadership experience. You're also really uh, involved in strategic development, donor relations and storytelling and you're an expert in all things donor recognition, retention, and acquisition. So that's a really important part of this as well. You've got your bachelor's in history and a master's in public history, which I think is really fun. But best yet is you have two twin six-year-old daughters. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's probably probably the most, the best experience that you'll ever, uh, you'll ever have. So welcome. Thank you, Brandy. How are you? I'm doing great. My first time ever to Las Vegas. So I'm No, it's not. Really? Yeah. Wow. How cool is that? Yeah. I'm being Wisconsin born and raised. I'm I'm a little bit unused to the heat and the humidity. Oh, but I'm, I'm sure. Used to it. I'm yeah. Used to it. yeah. Is it humid? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It must yeah. be weird day outside. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's just sweaty. It's a. It's a bizarre. <laughs> well, when it's 100 degrees, it's sweaty regardless, right? Right. right? Yeah. Right, right. Um. So tell us about you and your journey. What are some things you've learned along the way? Oh. Um. Have empathy. You know, always try to see things from another individual's or institution's perspective to try to really step out of yourself and to really try to truly understand, you know, the issues, the goals, the mission, the strategy, and how that's going to help improve people's lives, I think. And not just doing that in a, from a professional sense, but in a, in a personal sense as well um, in, in, my, in my daily, weekly, monthly, annual interactions with friends and family, colleagues, people I've never met, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, then just... You know, being authentic, following, you know, being being a true leader and giving the people that you work with, whether they work under you or you work unilaterally with your, you know, even the people that you work for, ensure that um, that you're continuing to, to be authentic and continuing to um, support them. Yeah. You're a support resource yeah. for them, you know, from a leadership perspective. Did you know that always or have you? No, I mean, you learned it the hard way, right? Yeah. You know, trial and error, um, you know. Read a lot of books, took a lot of webinars, um, took a lot of courses when I was in graduate school, bachelor's, and when I was in my, my bachelor's degree and master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, some of it, some of it was innate. You know, you treat others how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think there's a, there's a lot of innate 
innateness to that too. And history, that's really interesting. So history probably supports storytelling in, in yeah. what you do. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot of storytelling in history. Yeah. I mean, history to me is all about how do you make a connection? How do you connect the past? How do you make the past relevant to the present and mm -hmm. to the future? And how can a community leverage history to continue to grow, to improve the quality of life for the people that live there? Yeah. I think that's um, all the way down to the, to the individual. So the Worldwide Foundation, that it sounds like it has a broad reach. It's a global. Tell us about the Worldwide Foundation, a couple of programs yeah. within it. So the Worldwide Foundation is, is the official char charitable entity to support the World Council of Credit Unions, which is the, the, the credit union's international trade organization. So our mandate, our mission together with the foundation and with the World Council is to grow credit unions worldwide to really help credit unions bring financial services, well-being, and freedom to people that, that need it and deserve it. Mm -hmm. um, so underneath all that, the foundation has a couple of really dynamic programs. They have the Global Women's Leadership Network. I'm rocking my yes, I love color the pink tie. tie. This is, the, this is the, the hallmark icon of the Global Women's Leadership Network. Um, and and the, the network is all about advancing women in cooperatives. It's all mm -hmm. about um, empowering women, inspiring women to act, to um, to take hold of of the place that's rightfully theirs in mm -hmm. their community to to take on leadership roles that they might maybe had previously felt uncomfortable to take on because they've networked with a with a peer in their community or they've been a part of the network and they're they're having a dialogue with a partner with with a colleague a half a world away mm -hmm. um i think having that global conversation about about these issues which are so on the forefront of all the, di the dialogue that we're having in society today mm -hmm. i think the global women's leadership network is right there in the center as a catalyst for change that's for awesome. women worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, the Y Cup program, our, our young yes. professionals program, mm -hmm. is all about passing the torch mm -hmm. to the next generation of credit union leaders. Um, as we all know, credit union leaders are leaving the industry. Many of them are retiring, moving on to other roles. And so we as an industry are responsible for ensuring that we continue to fill the leadership pipeline. Mm -hmm. And so how can we how can we engage these bright individuals, these, these innovative individuals, um, immediately let's not wait until it's their right, rightful place in line it's no we need to engage them and put them in leadership positions now mm -hmm. you know uh, credit union industry and, and just society as a whole doesn't have time to wait for these young and young professionals to have an opportunity to to take that seat of leadership i love that we've actually had several individuals from both the global women's leadership network as well as the y cup part of uh the hot box here we've had sue mitchell of course and then we actually had a wonder woman series where we had uh katherine davis and shauna richardson um an athena winner yeah. and so we've had several that, that have crossed over and then uh on the y cup side the world's crane, uh young crane professional side we've had paul norgrove the united mm -hmm. kingdom we've had tyler valentine we've had a bunch so we and Shout outs, of course. I, yeah. as you know, am very passionate about both uh, of those programs. So thank you for all that you do to for the sustainability side of, of developing that. And that both the programs that you mentioned are really interesting in that they require both the volunteerism of people's time right. as well as donors uh, with money mm -hmm. to, to create sustainability to help people all over the globe. So how do you create an emotional connection when you talk to people about uh, initiatives like that? I think it's multi-layered. I think, you know, the best way to create an emotional connection if, if the opp opportunities can present itself, and I think that's a key role of the foundation, is to, to create and provide these opportunities, is to, is to take people into the field, mm -hmm. to, to bring people into a situation, to invite people into a situation where they can have a dialogue with 
their peers from countries halfway around the world. We mm -hmm. talk about similar issues to brainstorm, to find solutions to complex challenges that are prohibiting them from um, taking that next step to leadership or to um, being able to be given the opportunity to lead a, a particular strategic initiative, obviously through the credit union lens, through these two programs. So I think those are, those are some key ways that we can continue to grow um, the experience offering, the engagement offering, and the foundation is the key vehicle to provide this, what I like to call a, a global engagement menu. Mm -hmm. So within YCUP, within Global Women, and within some other pro programs that the foundation heads up, um, we want to continue to present really innovative ways for institutions, but more importantly, individuals mm -hmm. to support financially, their, get, to give of their time, talent, and treasure. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. And I think that 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 that's part of the the challenge with uh, donor relations in the, those types of areas. Right now, fortunately, unfortunately, it would be really unpopular for someone to say, no, I don't support women. Right. right. And so that uh, now are there individuals out there in the world that would say that? Sure. Right. But it, it it's unpopular. And and so it that if that whether or not that translates into donating time or money is is a different story but the on the other hand with young professionals it isn't as unpopular to say i'm not ready to to invest in in a young professional or in that type of, of methodology and so it's how when there isn't an obvious so it's one thing to say here is someone that is a child that is in need of this medicine your dollars provide that medicine that is such an obvious mm -hmm. connection and it is your child donate you know that type of thing when it there's a less kind of obvious do you create storytelling you said you take them into the field yep. do you just try to have other individuals tell their stories too what could people do to to apply some of those learnings yeah it's a dynamic mix of of a little bit of everything that you just said so obviously the most tangible way is we take them into field and we into the field and we give them that hopefully life-altering experience that, that gets them to commit for the re remainder of their careers or lives towards this particular initiative. I think the other piece is to, is to hear it firsthand mm -hmm. from individuals whose lives have been changed because sure. of the programs. Um, the foundation just had a, an individual who was, whose life was changed because of our, of our disaster relief aid uh, uh, fund. Mm -hmm. And so we had the opportunity to, to have him share his story in front of our donors at the World Credit Union Conference in the Bahamas a few weeks back. And so that, that really was empowering and inspiring. So I, I envision, with Global Women's and with the YCUP program, you know, case studies of women and young professionals being able to be given the opportunity to retell their story and mm -hmm. how those particular programs through their initiatives have been able to change their lives. Absolutely. The and there are more long-term effects. And there's also kind of the fear of if you don't, right. you know, that the impact of that as right. well. Yeah, you, you never want to lead with if you don't. Right. But sometimes, depending on the, the situation of the audience, I mean, sometimes that's the, that's the, the better better card to play so to speak right. right you know what would what would the world look like without credit unions what right. would the world look like what would what would communities look like without the impact of the global women's leadership network mm -hmm. or YCUP? so mm -hmm. I, th I think that's an important point to make i always uh think to myself it would be so much easier if someone every time i picked up like a hamburger or something would just punch me in the face right because <laughs> <laughs> then no hear me out in this it's, i know it sounds a little crazy but because then i would feel the immediate impact of the negative things that that's doing to my body right right, right. because it's more of a long-term impact but right. you in the in the immediate it feels positive and right. whatever right. and then the long-term effect is it's not 
it's not positive. So if right. I could get a more immediate impact, right. the same would be true in a program like this where you're investing in the future. Correct. There might not be necessarily be an immediate right. impact. Right. So like you said, I mean, it's really a short-term, medium-term, and long-term. And I think those are the those are the hierarchies of the stories that an entity like our foundation have to be equipped with, equipped with across the Global Women's Leadership Network, YCUP, the Global Classroom, Disaster Relief, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. And so was, is there a tipping point you, do you find it? Uh, Cause the worldwide foundation has many programs throughout mm -hmm. the years beyond the two that you've highlighted, but is there tipping point moments or maybe in other experiences you've had where someone then does take action and give? Yeah, absolutely. When you get, when you get, and I'll, I'll use two examples. When you get a, what I call a major donor, a major gift contribution, mm -hmm. and you know that you know immediately that that those funds are gonna are gonna be able to transform a particular initiative of a program or, or evolve a program to the next level that is ultimately going to affect positively a certain number of individuals or communities around the world. I think that's a powerful piece. I think the other piece that's maybe a little bit unknown or unseen is when you get a lot of a large quantity of very what we tend to call, I mean, every, every dollar matters, right? Absolutely. Literally. Uh -huh. But when you get a smaller dollar amount contribution from an individual and those, those stack up to equate to a much, a large sum of support that then equates to the, the same amount of impact. I think there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of gratitude and there's a lot of, um, there's a speciality to that. Yeah. yeah. So it's the 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 culmination, the synergy that's created of the every dollar piece. Right. Right. So there's uh, cooperativism in that. Yep. The other side of it is also, I think there's sometimes a moment of competitiveness that can yep. happen. Yep. That's a really positive spirit that can occur mm -hmm. in event-driven donor environments right and right. i i like that that can happen too especially if people have the means to be able to support right. to be able to to have some recognition with it right. and then at the end of the the day it's supporting a really positive right. uh you know program or cause you know what a new value proposition that the foundation has 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 used as a platform to speak to storytell to donors individuals institutions cusos whomever within the credit union space is really the, the head and the heart hypothesis mm. you know credit unions have a heart right they have people helping people you know living the, the cooperative values of concern for community and forwarding the movement but then there's also that heart side is how can this time talent treasure how can if i leverage this to support something that the foundation is doing how is it going to help grow my initiative how is it going to help grow my credit union or help me reach my members or develop my staff so the foundation is really pivoting towards a really balanced approach mm -hmm. in terms of, hey, we're, we're always gonna be about forwarding credit unions and helping members through credit unions. But we also need to, I think there's also a, another piece where we have to offer a, a global engagement menu where credit unions are and, and donors and QSOs and individuals are feeling like if they're gonna invest in us, we're gonna also, we also have things on the menu that we can invest in them too. Oh, both. that's neat. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's a mutual beneficial relationship. Right. right. It's not, it's not pure hundred percent philanthropy. It, it's definitely, it is very much a blend of philanthropy and also value proposition. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And then like you're saying, you're, 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 it's with the head and the heart mm -hmm. and it also becomes mutually beneficial. And in addition to that, I love that you use the term menu and the fact that 
not everything is for everyone. And right. so how can you find something that, that speaks to, to right. different individuals? Right. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach, as I think a lot of nonprofits just in the general space do. They have a sponsorship program, and you know you have to fit within a certain tier. Well, our approach is we have a – it's kind of like my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. <laughs> the foundation sets the table uh-huh. right, for the guest, and the guests are our donors, institutions, individuals, system partners, and they are invited to – to purchase something off the table, to eat at the table, and then we t- tally up what those elements are, and we put a we put a, a cost to it. So you're saying at your Thanksgiving, I can have an entire plate of mashed potatoes absolutely, if I wanted. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's a perfect way to say it because it is you know it is different for every single person. So what are some new channels then for giving? Is there is are you seeing some trends in digital or yeah. in person? Digital for sure. Um, one of the things that we're 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 tinkering with right now is a tool called uh, give lively, which is a text to donate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at events like the GAC, WCUC, other events, you know, it's an easy way again, to engage the individual. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really, a really, uh, strong, strong element that we're, that we're investigating. And then the, the crowdsourcing, the GoFundMe, mm-hmm. you know, for special projects, because the world council through the foundation is consistently approached from credit union systems worldwide with, you know, could, could you, could you help us, could you help us with this particular initiative? And if it sits outside of our traditional projects and and initiatives that we support, we'll look at it. And then if we decide to take it on, we usually have to apply a unique fundraising tactic Mm -hmm. that sits outside of the traditional base of support that we get. And then I also love the programs that you have, like the Global Good Card, where from a consumer perspective, it makes it really easy. All I have to do is use my card. Right. And then I'm also at the same time being able to give back. Yeah, absolutely. It's a vehicle that it's one of the tools in our toolkit. It's one of the the, the plates of food on our table, so to speak. it's a really easy way for the individual member or the credit union employee who are cardholders to make a global impact and a global mm-hmm. difference by um, providing a level of interchange revenue that kicks back to the Worldwide Foundation. Um, but it's also great for the credit union who adopts it because they're able to attract Gen, uh, Gen Z and millennial demographics. Anybody who's socially responsible in right. that, in that right. realm. Right. So what, what do you think makes you good at what you do? Um, I think I have an ability to tell a good story to, again, really create that balance of this is why this is good for your heart and your soul as an individual, as a business from a social responsibility perspective. But here's also why it's good for you from a, from a head perspective too. So I, I don't just always lead with the heart. I mean, I'm, I'm very much a heart and soul kind of mm-hmm. guy, obviously, but I, I do see the value. I, again, having empathy to stand outside yourself and see how is the donor, how is this institution or individual going to benefit if they decide to support Global Women's or YCUP or the foundation mm-hmm. overall? So I really, I think I do a good job of kind of uh, creating a full circle approach. Because mm-hmm. so. not everybody that you talk to is leading with the heart. Correct. Right. right. So some right. executives, some organizations want results only. Exactly. Right. right. And so you need to go, be able to go in right. and adapt. Right. How's this going to help grow my bottom line or how's this going to help me grow my membership? You know, we have field engagement opportunities where the CEOs can weave that into their professional development program. Mm-hmm. If they want to incentivize high performers, they can come on a trip with the field, the, the Royal Council, or they can be gifted a Global Women's Leadership Network membership, um, you know, be sponsored for a Cup scholarship. I mean, it's... Yeah. So if we if we gave some tips to the 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 end users for those friends and people that are listening to us today that are an, a consumer that want to pick a cause and don't know how to narrow it down, how would we? What are some tips to be able to narrow their focus? Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of uh, websites out there that 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 
have search engines that are able to allow users or potential donors to search by particular topics of interest, whether it be international development, like our, our foundation is involved with, or or human interest, mm-hmm. um, or children's charities. There's there's a lot of resources that peop- that a donor can leverage by using the Google or the the, the, the worldwide <laughs> the, interwebs. The, the worldwide web to to be able to narrow that that broad net. Mm-hmm. Of, of charities and, and charitable causes that are out there. And then they also can examine whether it's dollar donations versus time and, right. and that type of right. thing. And then if I was an individual that's a, that's a champion and trying to get others to take action and, and donate, um, what's something that I could do a little differently? There's a peer to, there's, there's a method that in fundraising called peer to peer fundraising mm-hmm. where, you know, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's it's arm twisting or but but it's you know an individual who's passionate about a particular initiative can can partner with a charity and they can start up their own little what we call microsite mm-hmm. and have a page that then uh, allows that individual to tell their story and, and are, allows them to articulate their passions for the for the cause and then that and then they can build out you know this number of dollars goes to this particular initiative to help grow this larger cause or help supports this particular nonprofit and then they can start to leverage that peer to peer fundraising model page through social media, through text mm-hmm. messaging, through through a variety of, of channels. That's great. Uh, on a very small scale, I did that for the coming up to the World Council Conference this year on Facebook. Yep. I started around my birthday one of those Facebook you know things for Y Cup yep. and set a modest like five hundred dollar goal. Like, hey, I just want to raise five hundred bucks, and I, I hit it pretty quickly. And then one of the the steering committee friends said, "Oh, you need you need to increase that." And then next thing you know, they're all piping in saying you need to increase. That. I'm going, look, we one where did I didn't ask for your opinion. Secondly, how does this, you know, whatever. Next thing you know, I'm being challenged that if I don't raise a thousand of fifteen hundred dollars, that I needed to publicly do the, um, what's that, the floss? Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, well, it's now back at you. So if you don't also, and so next thing you know, we had a bit of a a, a competition. So it was great. We ended up raising uh, some good money for it. So those can be really effective. Uh, So any funny stories to finish this off? Uh, You know, I travel quite a bit with my job. And so I, you know, I, I see all manner of, 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 um, customer service, I would say snafus at airports around, (laughs) around the country. And I, I happened to be coming off a plane in San Francisco and, and there was, uh, there was one individual who just, who just was, was continually, um, unfortunately for the, for the, the employee, you know, was very displeased with, with the service. Mm -hmm. But, um, this individual just kept, kept, um, kept going at it. And then ultimately you had the people behind behind him standing up for the for the employee uh-huh. and so you had this whole group of people that were kind of like crowding around this this disgruntled customer uh-huh. and ultimately the the this, this disgruntled customer didn't get what they wanted and was ended, ended up you know was it was time to board the flight and this, this person ended up just being at the back of the line oh. so it's just there's just a lot of um is that like karma it is totally <laughs> karma 100 percent karma 100 percent karma yeah, yeah. Um, there were no you know another story of a you know, it, it was a good story, you know, a funny story, not funny at the point at the moment, but, you know, we almost left a field engagement participant in Africa, <gasps> <laughs> you know, um, just l- miscounted the headcount and, and, and left the hotel. And <laughs> the person ultimately luckily had one of our staff members cell phones and said, you, you, you left me behind. And we, oh my we, goodness. And we had, an, we had, we had like a, we had a, an escort. So we had to turn around the entire caravan. Right. With the yeah, police and yeah, everything. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, well, at least it's funny now. It is. Yeah. After, after and the at fact, least it wasn't stories. in the field, like right. at the orphanage or something. Right. It was at the hotel. It was, right. Oh, that, that, that would not have been a funny story. <laughs> so one bold action item or takeaway? 
Uh, just continue to uh, continue to inspire, to continue to have empathy for individuals. Um, always be grateful. Um, you know, both in work and in life. I think those are I think those are foundational bedrock principles that we all should be living by. Thank you. And if people wanted to get a hold of you, how could they do that? So you can get a hold of the foundation at its at its website, do doglobalgood.org, and you can reach me at my email, mwriter at woku.org. Excellent. And we'll put that information out on our site as Thanks, well. Brian. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Let's head out to our shout out. Hi, everyone. This is Lena Giacomopoulos. I'm coming to you from Thessaloniki, Greece. So welcome. Kalosirthate. Shout out for the hot box. I uh, hope to see you all very, very soon, whether it is in Thessaloniki here or any part of Greece. And thank you to Lena, our friend, for giving the shout out. Perfect for our uh episode here talking about the Worldwide Foundation. So thank you to Lena again and thank you to Mike. Our top five kick-ass. It's our favorite time. Number one, how perfect is this? Do good. Do global good. It's time for you to, to figure out your focus to figure out what's right for you and figure out how you can do good in the world to give back. Number two is being socially conscious overall. How do you give back to the people around you? How can you feed the team? How can you feed the pack? How can you give back to the people that helped you and supported you along the way, the next generation? Number three is I think aligning your giving to your own values, your inherent values, or the strategy of the organization. The more that you can do that as a champion, as somebody that's trying to collect don uh, donations from organizations or people, the more that you can align those stories and those donations or the purpose or mission of the the the, the cause that you're you're trying to feed with their own values and and purpose, the better because then it becomes an, a like a non-decision. Of course, I want to support something that's aligned with my life, aligned with my values, aligned with my purpose. And so align as much as you can, because then everything uh, flows so well together. Number four is to experiment. And I mean that a couple different ways. One, try some things out, volunteer a little, get around, do, do your thing, get in the field, uh, immerse. And also the other side of that is be experiential in your uh, storytelling, in your ways of sharing with the people that are donors. Uh, share stories, give back uh, stories. Here's how your dollar went and was, was impacting the people that we serve. Here is how you have then supported this organization or this community. And number five is, of course, share your own story of how this organization or these different causes have impacted you personally. There's your top five kick-ass. Thank you again to Michael Ryder for being here with us on the Hotbox. And thank you to Lena for the shout out. That was really great from Greece, all the way from Greece. I love hearing her talk in Greek as well, speak in her language. We'd love to hear from you here on the Hotbox. Of any topics that you'd like for us to cover, just hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Strategic Hotbox or Facebook, of course, we're, we're out there or email podcast at strategichotbox.com. Until I see you again, Get out there and kick some ass.